Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice. And as always, I've got my two sidekicks with me. Uh, say hello, Actually Zach. Actually with you. Actually yes, with exactly. You. In person. This We're is really We're all sitting neat. on the same chair this episode. It's very, very nice. Yeah. It's a very big chair. Uh, yeah. Well, because <laughs> yeah. we're all sitting on the same chair, yet we're still maintaining a safe social distance. Yeah. Of course, of course. Imagine yes. that, you it's, feeble-minded fools. It's a giant bench. Yeah. Um, it's a long bench. It's... <laughs> <laughs> That's well, really what's isn't, isn't that a, isn't that a movie? The longest bench. Yeah, I think it should be. That's if the it's yard. Not. Oh, oh yeah. mm. they just fit it on a bench. Same, same, different. Um, <laughs> uh, say hello, Zach. Hello. Say hello, Morgan. I am also here. <laughs> I am a present. <laughs> I love this bubbly energy because uh, I really picked a film to match this bubbly <laughs> oh, energy no. this week. Yeah. Um, we're going to oh. bring the same amount of energy that we're bringing now to this film. <laughs> yes. So this week I uh, chose. Don't. <laughs> I chose uh, the film The Hunt, Yagton. or as it's known, yeah, Yagton in uh, yeah, Denmark. For anyone wondering, it is that movie released by uh, Blum Blumhouse. No, it's not that <laughs> Hunt. No, no, no. This but that's what I thought. I'm like, did not that the, the, hunt? the movie that was like it got it didn't get it was meant to get released like last year, and then they no. couldn't do it, and then they finally found out how to release it because it's so fucking mm. fucked up. And then I'm like, oh no, we picked a Danish movie. That's more in line with Alex's <laughs> speed. Um, there's a lot of films called The Hunt. This is the 2012 oh, yeah. uh, one. I'm glad I sent you the SBS On Demand link so you didn't have to... Ah, uh, so it didn't work for me. No, see, it, okay, it was actually a screen cap of the SBS On Demand app. I mean, I looked it up and I tried to, to watch it yeah. and it just didn't load. Oh, really? So I did have to rent it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. So you uh, paid for this movie. <laughs> oh, I paid in many ways. I... Uh, Bought this film on DVD. Um, Alex must love it. Oh, I'm not. I did like. There's lots of things I like about this film, so I did go out and yeah. buy it. Um, I did go on this bit of a kick where I only bought foreign films there for a time uh, <laughs> while Alex, I was in film school. Alex has previously claimed he's not a pretentious person. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. My entire shelves are filled with the you know Denmark cinema. Um, so, can one of you please? Give us a rundown about what this film is. Uh, I'll I'll try and then you elaborate. All right. Uh, this film is about an unlikely friendship between a man and a <laughs> <laughs> young child. No, it's not. He's, <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> I have to give credit to Alana for that one. <laughs> She's no. being very optimistic. I'll yes, give her very that. Very optimistic. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, Morgan, you do it. <laughs> uh, so this movie uh, has a wonderful boy in it called Mads Mikkelsen. Love mm-hmm. me some Mads. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I assume, was like a high school or a primary school teacher at some point, and they allude to it being shut down at yeah, one secondary point. Secondary school. Secondary teacher, school. Yeah. They mentioned that it was shut down. He now works at a kindergarten, um, and his best friend's daughter is also at this kindergarten. They have a nice relationship because they, I no doubt, hang out outside of school. She's very. She seems a bit imaginative and a bit not quite like there all the time. Like she just wanders off in her own mind, wanders around. But name a four-year-old that's not. Yeah, like, you know. And then um, she has like a crush on him or like there's like a bit of emotion there she gives him a gift and he rejects her which leads to a little white lie which destroys his life yeah yes I think she feels sorry for him and in her head she says all this stuff as some kind of way to reach out to him I don't know yeah I don't think so I think she's just I just think she was really upset yeah and then told the lie and then for the entire film tried to take it back yeah and then was not able to take it back this movie was anxiety inducing and it made me like I was calling this girl a little bitch a lot and I feel bad about (laughs) that but it's like there is also like like, this is set in a I this is set in quite a remote 
yes, town. Yes, like, like they walk everywhere. Yeah, they, everyone yeah. knows each other. And and I think that's really key for some parts of the story, but maybe we'll talk about it in a mm. bit because I have some issues. But yes, it's a very, very confronting movie. Yeah, yeah. and in case uh, you haven't caught on, listeners, it's an allegation of uh, sexual assault. Mm. Um, From an eight-year-old. No, she's not eight. She's like... She's f- kindergarten. So oh, it's so like, like four. Yeah, four. Oh, gosh. Um, against this male teacher and this allegation... Is a yeah. is not true, but all the adults uh, take it as truth and mm. ruin this guy's life. Mm. Um, yes, so it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, first I, impressions. I, yeah, I like. I liked it. I do. I think it's important, and I think it's an important movie because it's the kind of like, yeah, what what happens in this situation? Like, it's it kind of. I know a lot. I read a couple of reviews just quickly, and a lot of them were like, "This could happen." And, like, for me personally, like, I've done um, stage shows where a lot of the cast is kids and you manage that. It's like, wh- where, where, d- like, I, yeah. I, for the most part, you kind of assume, like, yeah, you're given the benefit of the doubt, but sometimes it's just not. Yeah. Children apparently expe- tell the truth and that's what the, it, yeah, it just hits home a little bit sometimes and, like, a little bit, like, it, it was a very an- anxious movie for me to watch. I, was, <laughs> I felt anxious, and but I really, I think overall, like, I liked it. I'm not rushing out to watch it again. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm it's glad I've seen it. Because definitely, if it ever comes up, like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, everyone, before we hold, make any judgment, let's all go watch The Hunt, and then we'll come back and convene later. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not one of those films where you, guys, come around. Uh, I've got this film to show you. Uh, let's have a few beers and kick back and watch The Hunt. No, it's not one of those films. We should also, I just probably mentioned, <laughs> it is, we've said it's Danish, but it is subtitled. Yes. Except is subtitled. there is moments of English in there. Yes. Which for a moment I was like, what, English? And then I'm like, oh, this, that's because of that specific character. Speaks English. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, look, it, it is an important... No, it, it's a very, very difficult conversation, I think, to have in our current environment. Because initially, I think a, a lot of people could have the reaction of like, oh, this is a bit weird. You're defending someone who's had this allegation leveled at them. <clears throat> but it's, yeah, it's very confronting because it does it does make you think, yeah, but almost everyone has that assumption that kids are telling the truth. Um, and, and I think something I really, really liked about this movie, it didn't feel like at any point it ever blamed the kid. No. It no. definitely treated kids like children. And that was really, yeah. really good to see because mm-hmm. I th- it's quite difficult. And there were a lot of good children actors or, or at least kids just being kids in this movie. Hmm. Um, and semi-responsible parents. I say semi because they, they, they were very, very protective of but their children. you can children. understand the Absolutely. reaction. Absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. But... Damn, like important, but as Morgan said, I don't know that I'm ever going to watch this movie again. <laughs> but I will this think film about will it. stay with you. I will think uh, about it. Yeah. It's one of the few films I saw in film school that five years later I'm still thinking about this film. Um, yeah. yeah. There was one, there was like a moment in there where I was like, so <clears throat> where I thought this movie was a lot cleverer than it is. It's pretty, it's pretty good, but <clears throat> there was a moment where I was like, this whole movie has built up to this, like, I, I am so angry because I know he's innocent. But then there was a moment where I'm like, is it going to twist it onto my head? Is it going to be like, is it going to make you feel this way? Then all of a sudden you realize he is guilty mm. and it plays with that. And I was like, that would be wild. Mm. It didn't do that. Didn't and do I still appreciate the movie, but there was a moment where I'm like, can you imagine? I think that yeah. would have been interesting. It if been, like built up mind. the same way where it's like, oh, I hate everyone. I, I feel so sorry for this guy. Then all of a sudden something comes out and you're like, oh fuck, he did do it. And yeah. I had, that would have been wild. Would, like for me, that would be a great moment. But then later on, I think that would like, Posthumously, that would ruin the movie for me. Yeah. I think because you'd be like, "Well, what point are you making? Like, what yeah. 
Why is that? That would have literally just have been to toy with the audience's exactly, emotions. Exactly, yeah. and the, it's the, like, this movie has a, your own <clears throat> premise and your own concept. This movie has a bigger message than that. There was yeah. just a moment where I'm like, are they going to do this? And they did it. Now, you, you, Morgan, you keep saying how like this, this could happen and this is like, you know, realistic and it's clever. And I think I, I, I do see that in some of it, but um, I have some issues with just a, a few of the conveniences in this, this story. Uh, and a few of the ways that he's treated. Um, I do have a lot of respect for his character writing. Because, like, thinking back on it, a lot of the... Th- not a lot, but some of the situations that happen to him are because he is a stubborn, um, quiet... Uh, reserved. reserved. Well, that's the other thing. He's a bit of a... Prideful he's not a, person. He's also he not a quitter. he refuses to get help. Yeah. And that's on him, but it's it's satisfying that's not on him because it just shows good character mm. and there was a lot of this movie where I was just an, like sometimes I was just annoyed at him because yes. I'd have been like there are ways you can handle this that do not result in everyone despising you all you have to do is blah but yeah. especially but when he also- first found out he did something like, he went straight to the house which was like kind of good but like the way but he reacted also, and yeah, that it's moment. also your best friend too like you've got to yeah. they've established that they're so close, the father of yep. the daughter and and the teacher. Oh, it's it's not it's not that. Um, maybe we'll talk about what the the specific problems I have when we get past spoilers. But mm. in terms of like initial impressions and stuff, yeah, a really really solid movie that I don't know many pe- many people that would tackle this subject. I don't think so. And it's no. an interesting subject to think about because. I think it's probably helpful to think about a lot of things in society that we take for granted. And this is definitely one of those, like when someone is accused of a crime like this, it is like, oh, not, not even like a crime like this. I think generally when people are accused of crimes, people are assumed to be guilty, um, which I've always thought is a lot of the reason why the law says, well, at least in our country, you're innocent until you're proven guilty because the assumption is if someone says you've done it, you've done it. Um, and it's even it's really really hard to wipe that mm. away, even if you get you know found not guilty. Mm. There are a lot of people who will say, "Oh yeah, but that was just a technicality and stuff like that." In in just a lot of situations. So I think it's really important to sort of think about that stuff. It's just damn, this movie's hard to watch. <laughs> it's yes. just really rough. And so I guess the reason I showed you this film mm. was there's a few reasons. I think Mass Mickelson's performance there mm. is really really yeah, good. very strong. I was going to ask, yeah, like we've had conversations about Mad Mickelson, Mads Mickelson before Norwich and I think on every occasion you've brought this up as like yeah. one of the I think maybe not the reason but one of the main reasons you like him yeah yeah very much so this this performance is yeah it's probably his best and if you look at when it was so it's 2012 yes he's played Le Chief already in Casino Royale but he hasn't played Hannibal in the TV series Hannibal yet and I just oh, thought, I, was, I didn't yeah. actually look and think about where this fell in his yeah, career. Yeah, so it yep. fell between and before Doctor Strange. Um, so yeah, I, this performance it was just so like it was so affecting, and so yeah, you can see why he yeah. was um, why it was lauded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, at Cannes Film Festival, didn't get an Oscar nomination, but that's not everything. Mess, it's okay. Um, Parasite hadn't come out yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's that. There's a few shots. As well, I think the Danish landscape as well. There's a few shots, particularly when they're hunting in the woods, that are quite beautiful. And I think the story's impactful. I think it really affected me. Mm. Um, as I said, I saw it five years ago now. Um, 
And yeah, I just thought it really hit me. Hmm. And if I'm thinking about films that have stayed with me as long as that, hmm. I don't know. There's, yeah, there'd be very few. No, I'd absolutely. probably be able to count on my two hands uh, the amount of films that have stuck with me. Three as hands, long. Alex. Come yeah, on. three. We all sorry, know. yeah, I've You're got deficient. the third hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell people about that. Now, um, you hide it underneath your shirt. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing a coat. Uh, now, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that stayed with me as long as this film has. Yeah. And yeah. it's one of those films when the credits roll. It takes you a little while to sort of unpack mm. how you feel about the film, mm. how you feel about the relationships in the film. And yeah, it's not a film you watch passively that no. you have on in the background. You're actively just, engaged yeah. in it, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought we haven't had anything like this on this podcast. No. So I thought, yeah. well, let's Excuse throw that me, out there. my last pick was pretty <laughs> in-depth. <laughs> Full yeah. on. Oh, uh, yeah, well, not as fast. Well Break her up, or is Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. He was struggling. Uh, he was really <laughs> struggling. He was like, uh, what is so this? Do I, we got wanna, it. I got it. Uh, do we want to give like a final recommendation and then get into some deep dive on this? Look, life is tough. <laughs> and sometimes people just watch movies to watch movies, and that's fair. That's like, you know, why they're popular. Don't watch this movie. If at all, no, <laughs> no, no. Okay. If you think you need to confront yourself about assumptions you make about criminals, maybe watch this movie. If you think you're pretty okay, well, t- to me, if you think you're pretty okay with how you view those kinds of people in our society, and you can check your assumptions, maybe don't watch this movie. Just because it is tough, but I would say it's only necessary. If you are always assuming someone accused is guilty, that that would be my, which is a very weird recommendation because I can't just say because it is a good movie, but it's tough to watch. It is tough, and I had to make myself watch this. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that was my pick. So exactly, you know. exactly, exactly. So and I had to sit through Dead Man Don't Wear Plaid. So that's true. Like, you know, that's you true. have this. Uh, that's true. You know. um, yeah. Hey, man. Don't assume. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, look, if you enjoy cinema as a way to challenge your ideas yes yeah, absolutely so I, it's it sort of dives straight in this film into the idea that film isn't just entertainment that it can actually have some sort of message that it's not just mm. yeah film isn't there to just en- make you enjoy it it's also there to challenge what you think and perhaps change what you think about certain things so this is definitely one of those challenging films um challenge preconception so i don't know would i recommend it yes only because it's i think it's well made i think the acting's uh you know as i said with mass is really good but it is a challenging topic so i would have to be very careful about who i actually recommended it to yeah i think i think it comes down to if you're listening to this and the concept has intrigued you go ahead go and watch it if you are unsure listen to the whole podcast yeah. And then go on what like what, there's nothing to really spoil. No, it's more about the 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 the, yeah. the way the movie's made. So if you're at this point and you're interested, watch it. If you're not sure, listen to this rest of this episode and then make up your mind after. Mm. I think is the way to go with it because it did. I, I can see people being like, like I don't necessarily recommend it unless you're intrigued by it. Mm. Or, mm. but like I'm glad I've watched it. If <laughs> I definitely think it's, yeah. I, I know that I I'm like I can recall on this in the future if I have to. Like I can be like. No, let's not jump to... Like, even in any scenario, it's like, let's maybe let's not jump to conclusions. Especially, like, 
now that like if I ever become a parent, I can be like, I know like there's a lot of emotion there, but mm. I like to think like at some point you need to be rational, and then you the more yeah, you I have to have, the more you have one, to draw yeah. on like yeah. I, like I have this experience of this movie, I, I have mean, this experience. Yeah. And then you can make a more rationalized decision. And I, I know I say that as a non-parent. <laughs> yeah. And maybe once you have a kid, that there is a flip that switches where it all becomes very emotional. It's hard to do that. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. this movie makes very clear. Because I believe I wrote a note at one point and then I'm like, because it was having a great time. I'm like, I find it very hard to believe all of his very close friends turn on him instantly. And it happens. And, I've, mm. and I believed it. It felt... And I was like... And I was because... because par- I think it just comes down to the idea that like, I know parents fucking love their kids. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to, that, you know, yeah. you love your kids more than you love your friends. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. No, sorry. No, it's, it's like... It, it's kids come jo- first. It's a good uh, joke. Yeah. We'll see... Okay. Um, In this scenario. Maybe I've had, unfortunately, more exposure to this. Specifically, like, I, I was talking to Alex about this. I have got issues with some of, as I said before, the conveniences in this movie. Yes. But I don't know. Are we, are we doing we, positive, we... negative first? And yeah, then we'll, we'll do, do positive, negative first. Yeah, yes. Uh, I'll, I'll go with positive. Um, mm. Yeah. I, I, the acting and the relationships in this movie are really, really solid. It, it It is an incredibly immersive movie. For me, it was incredibly immersive just because there was no issue in believing these people were in, in that scenario. So mm. that was excellent. Okay. Positive. Yeah. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen's performance mm-hmm. was amazing. Uh, are we just doing both? Or are we doing... Do positive and then we'll go around. <laughs> okay. Uh, that I'll give that as my positive for now. Mm-hmm. His performance is very good. Um, there's Especially in the church. Yeah. There's I was like, going to say that church like, scene is probably my big positive. Yeah. His friend talks about like, I can see it in his face. And you can. Like mm-hmm. he's... Yeah. He's knocking it out of the park. So that's my positive there. Mm. Yeah. That church. That entire church sequence. <sighs> so <there>. uncomfortable. <laughs> It's so uncomfortable, so but that's the big positive I take from that film. Like, that is yeah. the film. That's the moment. That and the supermarket scene, which we'll get uh, to. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about the supermarket scene. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. but um, those two film, those two scenes are well, most impactful. Mm. So, I'm going to go church scene. Um, yeah, as well as a bit of a shout-out to the Danish landscape, which I do like. <laughs> it is very nice. Yes. It, it like I felt like it captured the mood of those. Like It's kind of always overcast. There's forest. There's deer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I thought it was like that small town vibe. I thought it was yeah. very nice. Okay, uh, Zach. Oh, uh, negative. No, I, I can just do like because we can talk about more. Yeah, I don't course. know what I've got issues here or negatives about the movie. Maybe just more about people's perceptions about what happens in these yeah, scenarios. Yeah. Um, negatives. I I thought a lot of the camera work was really bland. It was something mm. that I was noticing several times. It's just like it's just there's nothing interesting going on. With, which I suppose m- maybe that's really nitpicky because you probably don't need it. But I kept thinking like. Surely there's something interesting you can do with an angle or perspective or, oh God, it, like framing anything here mm. to, because like there's so much that relies on performance, but you could enhance performance with some yeah. good cinematography. And I felt like a lot of the times it just wasn't there. And it, But, you know, again, that's pretty nitpicky. I just think, I think it was a very um, passive direct, well, not passive, yeah. but it's sort of very um, stripped back in the sense that... yeah. The performance and does the talking. Hmm. We, I don't know if not flashy shots, but mm. you know that sort of stylistic shots. It seemed very naturalistic. Yeah, like we, we just let the cameras roll. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be flashy about it. You can like you can oh, always I know, have I know. Yeah. framing and stuff like that. And, mm. and I don't. It, I know it probably was intentional, but it definitely felt 
not lazy, but just not thought out. Mm. Like no, it just felt like we yeah. don't need to do this. Mm. Um, and I can't decide whether that's laziness or just they thought that what they had was enough. Yeah, I think they're striving for what we call in the cinema game, uh, cinema verite. I went back to my film notes that I took. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's the first time you've talked about no, cinema verite on this cinema podcast. truth. Uh, yep, that's uh, uh, so yeah. Try and get some sort of semblance of reality in the in the film, and yeah, you said it was very naturalistic, and I think the camera work, not it didn't have to be that sort of shaky cam. Uh, you know, oh, oh my God, no, you know, action. Never of, you know, that, no, no, no. no. That's one. something like yeah, a higher I, frame, lower I get, frame, I get, like I get that. that, yes. Um, I think you might get that right at the end with the, when he looks up and the sun's... Yeah. That's, that's the closest to a nice yeah, that's shot the closest, you get, yeah. I think. This is true, yes. Um, for me... But we'll talk about that as well. <laughs> I, know, I knew you would. As soon as I was watching it last night, I was like, uh, Zach will have a comment about that. Uh, <laughs> that was my favourite part of the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me... Yeah, I don't know. My negatives of this film is... I watched the trailer for this film after watching the film. Mm. So last night I watched the film mm. and then I went and watched the trailer. Actually, I might start doing that. I want to see how the trailers are cut yeah. compared to and how the film and is. And that trailer showed everything. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely everything. Like, like, like Darth Maul double-bladed lightsaber everything? Yes, everything. Very much Like so. uh, the Terminator not being the bad guy in Terminator 2 everything? <laughs> no, not... Well, no. <laughs> I, I, have a big, I have a bigger problem with Terminator Genesis spoiling that John Connor twist. Anyway... Oh, yeah, but we weren't alive for Terminator 2. I think I'd be really pissed I if alive. I... Oh, no, we weren't alive. It was yeah. I've heard a lot of people are very pissed about the Terminator thing. <laughs> yeah. That's a, one of the things that people say hold it back from being like the best movie ever was the twist was spoiled in the marketing. <laughs> Yes, but you watch that film not knowing that twist. Oof. It's still pretty fucking good. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's still pretty excellent. Um, but this film, it shows the supermarket scene. It shows the church scene. It shows all sorts. Damn. It shows, yeah. It shows them hunting in the woods. It shows all sorts of different... That end scene that you're talking about. It's all in the trailer. It's effectively the film. There you go. If you don't did you watch a trailer or did you just watch like a submission to like, hey, here's, no. this is our submission to the Academy Awards. Oh, no, no, no. Here we you go. Don't, don't watch Here the whole go. thing. If you're not sure me. if you want to watch this movie, go watch go the, trailer, the trailer and then you've seen it. <laughs> Very much so. There's only one thing about the dog that uh, isn't shown in the trailer. Um, but everything else is shown. Don't make me cry. Anyways, that was brutalized. Morgan, your negative. My negative. Uh, Wait, so your negative about the movie was, was the, the trailer? trailer was hideous. <laughs> yes, that was my negative. I don't know that I accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, you do yours, but we'll come back to you, Nosh. You think about um, that. <laughs> I think my negative would be. I don't know. Just everything. I feel like makes sense within the movie but that doesn't necessarily make it a great movie but I think mm. all the decisions they made make sense within the movie mm. uh, I guess my negative would have to be I feel like they don't linger on enough of what makes like they, like you get the idea that so you find out other kids are saying they fucking ask their kids if they're having headaches and nightmares and it's like and kids have fucking nightmares. But like it's apparently other kids out and you don't learn enough about this, but that turns the rest of his friends against him and you're kind of like, they kind of like breeze over that, uh, that, that thing. I think that's a little bit like, like we, 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 we stand, we, we stay ma- mainly on the Clara one and that one you have a lot of, a little bit more understanding of, but the other ones are just like, yeah, the kid, all the other kids said so. They also, I don't, I don't, and this is more to do with like it fits within the movie. I don't like the way it went about it within the movie. Like they, it's like hey, the kind of the kids knew who like 
in this situation, wouldn't the kids like you? You'd be like, "Hey, has anyone?" And then you try and get them to tell you, but apparently they all already knew it was Mads Mikkelsen's character, so they could lay claims against him that weren't necessarily true because they knew who they were talking about. Whereas thought, you'd yeah. approach it and be like, "Hey, has anyone done anything?" And then they're like, "Oh yeah," and it's like, "Who was it?" And then if they all point to the same person, then it's true. But if they already know and are pointing to the same person, it's not. I don't I, know. I have a lot of problems with how the kindergarten handled. Yeah, I think uh, that's a big yeah. issue with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was thinking about that a lot. I don't know if it is just practice uh, in oh, Denmark. Denmark to do what they fucking did. Well, it's, it seems like But I know they for had... a fact that yeah. if, if it was pretty. Here, if a kid walks up to a teacher and says, I have been in, in any form, you know, I've experienced sexual assault, they call the police. They do not call the parents in and say, Oh, by the way, did this happen to well, your kids? That was it. Was the thing like she called in that that person she knew who was a specialist, and he was like, "I'm going to get the police involved." She's like, "Okay," and then they proceeded to not get the police involved yeah. at all. And I was no. like, "But she what? should she should be sued super hard, and yes. she would be fired because that is not how like." And that's I'm again could be different in Denmark. <laughs> that is not how you are taught to handle that situation. No. You get the police involved, and but then it, it is the it police's like, responsibility. Yes. I also and think it seemed like they had no policy in place and the for cops, this at all. Oh my god, the cops, if someone is accused of that, they like lock that shit down, they investigate before anything else happens. And they tell everyone, you are not allowed to talk to people. Like you're not allowed to spread this around. It is it is our responsibility to handle this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will keep him in check, we will keep you in check. Not your job. And uh how about you don't call the uh, guy's son? <laughs> it's like, huh, just so you know, I think your dad's been, you know uh, oh, it's... molesting this kid. Uh, perhaps you shouldn't Holy see him. Shit, it's like, wild, man. And, like, and then, like, yeah, it's and and the whole thing is like, uh, I I agree that the kindergarten was like Mads is also like not, not he should have notified like when that whole situation with Clara happened and he it's because it's his best friend's daughter he never expected but it's like you maybe should have mentioned hey Clara has this thing going we need to deal with it deal with it or like or like yeah. just so you're aware Clara gave me a present I rejected this sign go on there I maybe we'll have some space from her at Clara well, like, talk to the parents at least yeah. be like hey yeah. she gave me this uh, do you know what's happening I think mm. why is his, she doing this it was his best friend's daughter he thought he had a relationship but it's like it's a child you still need to be yeah, careful of course and yeah. it's like that brings That's me down something to like I was really pissed at his character for because like you're a kindergarten teacher you should be aware of the greater implications yeah. of some of the shit that ha- is happening and especially like at the end so Big spoilers now, I suppose. Well, let's jump right. in. Let's jump there was at the very end. In. They they do a skip the time skip after it's all been resolved, and it, it it seems like he's been found not guilty, and the community has accepted him back in partially. Like he's they <sighs> that was that that, that one year skip. I was like, I would not be forgiving all of these people oh, who turned against I. me. <laughs> I would not be going anywhere near I, that child. That's my yeah. I you he, are an idiot for going near that child. That is on him. That is a hundred percent on him. And regardless like, of whether or not he did it. You should not interact with her. And I, I know that, like, oh, he can maybe think, oh, if I don't, it makes me look guilty. But it's like, don't, dude, just stay away. Yeah. Like, Going even during the movie where guilty. she rocks up at his house, I'm like, tell her to leave. Yes. Well, he did. Yeah, he did. Yes. But, like, he had that moment with her. I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. You, you can't, can't be standing to, there awkwardly. Yeah. You need to be like, no, go home. I'm closing the door and I'm calling your parents. And, like, right at now. the end, it's like, everything's better. But, dude, you cannot be near her. Yeah. You, you need to also, steer clear. Move the fuck away. I understand that all your friends are in that town. But, Jesus Christ. And and that's a hard thing to like. Yeah, that's his entire life. But hmm. go li- live somewhere f- a bit further out. Just oh man, so one much thing of the stuff I did, did like about this film in particular is the film opens with him 
He's taken this new job. So he's lost his job at the secondary school. He's taken this new job at the kindergarten. His ex-wife won't let him see his kid. You know, so he's pretty he's pretty dark Isolated, yeah. already mm. at the beginning of this film. And then it starts to tick up. He has mm. this new relationship. But it goes down at the same going, time. Yeah, so his son's going to visit him. And so things are looking good. And the allegations going at the same time. Yeah, Things so you're looking good for him, but we we know, know it's that's the worse. worst part. It's like oh, that's yeah, that's pretty. That's good mm. film craft. It's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it's that uh that Hitchcock bomb under the bomb under the table thing. Yeah, yeah. But we know you're it's waiting there. for it to he doesn't to know it's blow there. up in his face. Mm. Mm. Ah, 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 ah. it's really good. Um, oh god, but like supermarket scene. Yeah. Okay, let's good, talk good about scene. the supermarket scene. G- good scene. And and thinking back on it, like after that happened, I was really mad at him. But it is very much in line. Like this is what I like. His character is done really well because it is, it is within his line, his character not to call the police after that happens. Yes, but I would have been like, sake, yeah, I know. Call if anyone the- assaults you, <laughs> yes, call you the cops. I was like, oh, I was, I was like, sue them, man, sue them, so <laughs> sue them hard. super hard. And mm-hmm. and if they can, ma- if they pretend to make the claim oh he's a pedophile that won't hold up no, because he also just will not hold also, up he got dismissed that claim got dismissed exactly. from court so they can't exactly mm-hmm. Holy and presumably shit. it's a small town so like this is the only supermarket yeah. in this town yeah. as well so, so like- this is what i mean about like convenience in the story that mm. i don't know that i liked because all of this stuff happening in a small town makes it kind of believable mm. but <laughs> i don't know there's just like a, a level of like they had to make it so that Everything was against him in the story. Well, yes, like yes. there is except there's uh, no ambiguity with his yeah, his, 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 his son's godfather, godfather. Yeah. who was yeah. I was glad he was there as soon as he came. I'm like, oh, yeah. I needed this. I needed Near someone this, to yes. be on his side. I'm glad he had that because I think what the film does really well, other than putting it in this sort of very small town community, is that we know that he didn't do it. Hmm. Like, it doesn't mm. play this game of did he, didn't he? Yeah, 100%. I don't know. We see the progression in yeah. the, the little girl and the things yeah. that she's exposed to to make her say this. That's right. Which and uh, yeah, so I liked that they didn't play that game with us. No. Um, I forgot my point. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no, it's good because, like, yeah. yeah, that's not the point of the movie. Like, no. that, that it, it's good to understand that the point of this is to see, like, it's more in line with, um, oh, God, there's. I'm trying to think of the, the movie. It's more in line with those movies about like media, uh, crucifixion and stuff. It, it's about, you know, the mob, the mob mentality. mentality. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Mentality is... And why we have protections in law for those people who are accused. Um, season one of Broadchurch, Filch's yes. character. Yes. He's the he's the scout leader and he kind of gets all the claims leveled at him. That... And that leads to his... That was the... I remember watching that episode and it I crushed was... me. Yeah, 100%. I hate to say it. I think that, and and it's a bit unfair because that had like episodes to sort of. I think that was a better handling of it, because that had the elements of the police telling them to leave him alone, mm. but it also had that mob stupidity, where they think they're right and they don't think they need anything else except for an accusation to go against this one loner figure. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that seemed a lot more real to me because that was like after. Like a couple of weeks of nothing happening in Broadchurch, yeah. yeah, and it was it was a lot of the community frustration at nothing being done mm-hmm. for you know this horrible crime, and the implication that something else was happening when the the boy was found. But in this case, it is just the allegation, and then everyone turns against him, especially because of the mishandling by the police, by the, the kindergarten. kindergarten and the whole community at large. Um, yeah, and one thing, I don't know if I agree, mm. um, but. They're both pretty impactful. Just the one thing I think also that this film shows is we need to be clear 
about what the allegation was. So you take that scene with the parents yeah. and you look at the kindergarten and she just says allegation of sexual abuse. Yeah, no one knows. He doesn't he do, he's never told what he's he did. Never to- but I don't, don't I'm not 100% sure what they thought he did. She he exposed, exposed himself, himself maybe whilst erect. Is so what the sort of the story that was going. There is uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure what it is in Europe, but within our country or at least within our state, hmm. if an allegation like that does arise, the police have to uh, give the accused person a chance to view... They, they don't get to talk to the victim, but they do get a chance to view a interview between the police and the victim where the, the victim will talk about what, uh, you know, the allegation. So it has to be done within our country, at least, that the accused is given a chance to view the allegations. Mm. Don't know what it is like over there. And, I, and, and to be fair, and I was just thinking about this just then, I'm not sure that this movie didn't change some things. Maybe this was like... You know, maybe, maybe this was an issue within the country before mm. this movie and then afterwards they, they did change procedure. But yeah, holy crap, did a lot of things have to happen to make the entire town turn against him? Yes. And it and was interesting. I think a lot of it came down to the use of language. Mm. Yeah, because the mind jumps. Oh, yeah. When you hear yeah. sexual abuse, your mind jumps to the worst uh, you know, possible scenario. Yeah. Yes, and so and that leads to a lot of fear and uh, you know rumors and innuendo, and I just think people need to be as clear as possible, mm. uh, particularly in that setting when you're notifying the parents mm. about what the allegation is. I, I found it really interesting the scene with her older brother and her, and you just see him like almost cracking up, just looking at her, just like imagining what would what have happened to her. And I found that really like touching. Do it you... was really good seeing all the different people, but it was so interesting to to me to see that. But then to like in my head jump back to the scene where him and his friend are running around with porn and then they show her the porn. Yes. And then they leave. And I'm just thinking, it is so fascinating what people will perceive as, you know, sexual assault and how bad that is. But then something like that will happen within a family household. It'll be like, oh, boys will be... Or like, you know, that's just family shit. Well, there's no repercussions for that in the film at all. Exactly. In fact, the friend who shows the pornography to Clara is actually there at the hunting trip at the end and is embracing the son of uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character. And they're all chummy-chummy again. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be so chummy-chummy. Well, there's the... (laughs) There's that scene with the... brother. So there's a couple of things with the brother that's like, it's only quick... And that leads, like, I think that is very powerful for me because I'm like, they don't show you at the end what who did the. We haven't got to it, but who? Mm. And I, I and I'm like, I'm, I, for me, it's the brother because we have all these emotionally powerful scenes that never culminate in everything. Mm. But he's like the one person who seems like can't let it go. He's young enough that he's he doesn't want to move on with the parents. He he's, he thinks his sister. Like, he doesn't I, that, have that sort of history. Yeah, with and we know, he's and like potentially not emotionally mature because he's a young. Child and we know that he's left the gun lying around. Like it's, it, there's all these clues that lead up to the end. Like that's why I think at the end, like that's and I, I don't know. I don't, I, there's I, all this stuff where they linger on with the I brother that makes agree. it seem. Uh, although I, I have the perception that if it was potentially the brother, he probably would have shot twice, and not like. As a warning, like yeah, yeah. yeah. What got me but is he, none of them were wearing reflective vests. Oh, so much, so much changed about Danish legislation after this movie. <laughs> I was like, they are not wearing high vis. What the hell? Also, that one. Call the cops. Get the bullet done. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, but, they all have the same. Okay. They're all hunting rifles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're. Oh, well. Um, so the movie's called The Hunt, and I have an issue with that. Mm. Because the movie's called The Hunt because of that last shot. And no, it, I don't think so. No, it's, the, hunt, it's mm, the witch hunt. No, slash yeah. the hunt mm. for truth. 
Mm. It's not a hunt for truth. None of them seek the truth. And they have all, all, of the, them they have all the, the shots truth. of like a deer being stalked, and that's a metaphor for him yeah, being the deer not, okay. that's being hunted. My, my issue is that he, uh, the whoever wrote this movie, whoever directed, was like, "Oh, that's a really cool image," but they, I feel like they really tried to force because it does. It doesn't feel like this movie. He's being hunted. It feels like this, he's being, you know, mob mentalized, and that's not a hunt. That's like a beatdown, and I, 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 that, I know that seems like it's not a lot of difference. But, you know, a quiet stalking in the woods for prey is very, very different to 30 people gathering around you and like, or like, you know, six people beating you up in a store. Yes, but you also think they're hunting en masse too in this film. So they're all getting together and they're all hunting the one deer. It it didn't feel solid enough as a metaphor and I feel like it was... That's very much your opinion. 100%. (laughs) But it absolutely felt like, oh, this is very profound to put this forward, but... I don't know how much you get out of the metaphor of it yes. being a hunt. Mm. Uh, you could have mm. done more with like mob mentality, I think. But uh. I think the film did a bloody lot with mob no, mentality. I, know, I liked the uh. end shot because it kind of, for me, it was like the we do it the big time jump and you're like, fuck me. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it's like, everything's better. And then that moment happens, like, it's it, nothing's going to, it's nothing. It, never, it's, no, it's always going to be gonna, there. Yeah. Yes, he's always going to have a target on yeah. his back. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. It's like, cool, I get the point. I know what you're trying yeah. to say. And yeah. it's like, perfectly clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, great way to end it. Because I, I was 100% thought, oh, he's going to die. And then they mm. didn't do that. I was like, oh, it's easy I to kill him. Be... And then they did it. And I'm like, oh, I get the message. He's alive. It's not completely stopped, but I get the message. Right, I good. thought it was always going to be a Sopranos where it just cuts and you hear a gunshot. Uh, I didn't. I, but yeah, oh. no, I got that wrong. But um, I'd been saying he was getting, I was waiting for him to get shot from about halfway through the movie. You have the scene with the brother. <laughs> yes. And then like, and then from then on, it's I'm always, there's a whole moment where his son is sneaking around outside and the dog's going crazy. I'm like, oh, he's come, the brother's come to shoot him. And then when he comes home in the taxi, there, I'm like, oh, he's lingering. I'm like, get inside, get inside, get inside. <laughs> like, he's taking forever to get inside. I'm like, he's going to get shot right now. He's going to fucking get shot because he's out in the fucking open. Mm. Doesn't happen. And then I got to that end scene. I'm like, oh, here it is. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> They're all we out hunting. We have arrived. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, um, there's another scene I want to talk about because we haven't yeah. touched on it. Um, when, so, at some point, his son comes and mm. to live with him, uh, which is like, his mum... So there's the whole thing with like his ex-wife being like wanting to keep his son there, like like, and then the son just leaves, and we we kind of don't get into the drama of there was definitely a conversation where the mum was like, "What the fuck? I want my son back." Yeah, can yes. we actually? <laughs> Sorry, no, you go, and then I'll I'll bring up a point. So I... yeah, there's the the son comes to live with him, kind of skips over the fact that yeah, there's this whole custody battle, yes. but the mum's I guess is like he's going through something where he, so I'll let you live with him, but also maybe he touched a kid. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, get into like that. His son go yeah. near but someone. So, uh, his son but, Marcus. But, but let's be let's be clear here. He was you know accused of touching a four year old. Yeah, that's the, true. Ki- the kid is like also you know, the mum hates him. It yeah, doesn't seem like know, she needs a lot of excuses. Yeah, exactly. I think from the him. way no, this is true. Like, it also it just, seems yeah. Marcus is of age where he's allowed to make a choice. Perhaps it's maybe yeah. his well, mum might be trying to take that away. I think from him. he's almost there. I think that's yeah. the angst. Uh, potentially, that's why he's so angry because he's almost at the stage where he can decide where he well, goes. Yeah, he, but he doesn't yeah. have control of himself. He gets yeah. the hunting license. I don't know what age you. Oh, get so he was fifteen the, in the movie, and he gets the hunting license at sixteen. So he was yeah, almost at the age yeah. where he. Can so Marx is living with him. There's a bit where Marx goes to the store, and then he comes back. His dad's getting arrested, and then Marcus goes to his best friend's house, and proceeds to have a conversation, and then. He yells at the daughter and spits on the daughter. That was a big. So, 
That's a scene Same. where I was like, those parents are dickheads for letting him in the house. Mm. Not I, because they wanted yeah. to be hospitable. If you want to go have a conversation with him, go, let's take a walk. Mm. Let's have a conversation where you're not near my daughter, where my daughter doesn't have to be exposed he to that to feeling. He wanted to speak to the, the father and then the, and then the wife comes in and the, the yeah. girl is sitting oh on the lap. God. It's like, this scene is... What is wrong is- with those parents to let that happen? Not, not because you, you think that the the son could Marcus could hurt the kid but because you're exposing both those children mm. to a whole set of very hard emotions to handle yes why would you do that uh, can you go say hello uh, oh the older oh. brother <laughs> yes uh, like what what's running through your mind that you can have in your head I need to protect my daughter and let's mm. expose my daughter to the son of the man who she has said mm-hmm. has like, I get, sexually I get it. Her. They're like, we want to be supportive to him because we know what's going on with his dad. But it's like, he's on his dad's side. He, of course yeah. he's on he's his He's not going to be yeah. receptive to you. Like, I know yeah. you're like, oh, we need to take care of him because dad's... It's like, no, you, you're in your in his eyes, you're the enemy. You can't mm-hmm. treat him like this. It's like, God uh, damn, you're inviting, think, yeah. you're inviting some kind of catastrophe doing that. I think the f- scene starts so innocently. Like, so he can't get into the house but there's because no, that the door is locked. Okay, yeah, just yeah, saying. Sorry, go so on. His father's arrested. He can't get into the house. He doesn't have the key. He goes around to, presumably, this family, they've been close for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Goes to someone he knows. Do you have a key? He knows his dad gave the spare key yeah. to someone. Yeah. He doesn't know who. Yeah. That's right. So... But- it's like, like so it starts off so innocently. So I don't know. But it's rewatching the scene yeah. and you're sort of like, Oh well maybe it's just that. Maybe it is just the key. Uh but then it sort of explodes from there. So I don't know. It sort of lulls you and, in. And that he scene. doesn't know what's happening, does he? Marcus has no idea. He just knows the allegation. He doesn't yeah. I don't think he knows it's coming from Clara. Does he? I don't know. I think he does. I think he does, because the because, spitting. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. But and he speaks to Clara. You, you talk about, like, you talk about innocence. Clara. There shouldn't be any innocence, especially not from the parents. The parents should oh, be. Oh no, I'm just saying from, from the yeah. aware of what's yeah. happening, mm. and they should be a hundred percent aware that at the very least you need to keep. If you're thinking about if you're thinking about Marcus's safety, mm. you should keep him away from that yes. family, because um, obviously he's going to feel very much victimized. Yes, and I guess from the audience perspective, like I didn't immediately jump to that place where mm. he was yelling at Clara. Like it oh, sort of I instantly was no. Nah, see, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't jump there straight yeah. away. Mm. I sort of was like, oh well, he just wants the key, and then he'll be out of the hair. Like who else? And they are literally down the road from one another. Yeah. The, but the then you also are... have all these happy family, all these other friends of their family rocking up. Yes. That's ridiculous. You yes. should not put him in that awkward position where he is like everyone's coming in and looking at him. How, why would you? Oh, I know. I know. Yes. Leave yeah. a fifteen-year-old in that position where everyone's looking at you, thinking about your dad. And mm. what is he going to be feeling? How do you not assume yeah. that he's just going to be furious? Yes. I was also like, are they going to try and like convince him again? Yes, that was his what I was dad. Like, are they well. going to do like a, or are they going to be like, hey, are you okay? Has he ever done anything to you? I'm like, this that's is- what I was thinking well, when the yes. mum sat down. Yes. I was like, you bitch. Like, oh, and that's unfair. But damn, I was pissed off mm. in the way they. They treated and handled him because, yeah. mm. at the very least, you've known him for most of all, like all of his life. Yes, have some iota of respect or understanding for what he, could happen. Yes, oh yes, and then I think it's interesting that he is not as victimized as the dad is, the son, but he still goes through his own yeah. sense of victimization. You have all these people whispering and murmuring mm-hmm. in his presence and staring and at he's him. He's a kid. He doesn't understand. That's what, he right. Understand he's denied access to the supermarket as well. Like, I do know. not come here again. Holy uh, shit. Like, so Lawsuits he goes through this whole up. 
Yeah, he goes through this whole journey and he didn't do... Well, I know the father didn't do anything either, mm. but say the father did mm. do the actions he was accused of, this son's done nothing wrong and then he has this whole other wave of victimization as well. So, so I this, just, is, yeah. this, is, this is like that story convenience thing that I'm like, I don't know that that's how that would play out in real life. I don't life. know. Well, I... I reckon if you shared a surname... With someone who was, you know, notorious, like... I think you'd have to be a fucking idiot to assume someone who shares a surname. Well, I'm just saying, if you were somehow connected to... yeah, chatting you. I'm just yeah. like, I understand people are stupid. And, and like, this is like... And you can't take your anger town, out. Yeah. Maybe this would mm. be how it runs. And but you, at the same yeah. time... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You can't take your anger out on the person who was accused of doing this, yeah. necessarily. Because they're out of... T- like, the police has taken him. Like, we can't do anything to him. But we can yell at the sun. And we can pick on the sun and we can... I think that is a thing that, you know, that... And there's all these feelings of shame and anger and frustration and all these different things that the sun experiences. And I just don't think that experience is ever shown. Like, I don't recall another film that deals with that sort of experience. It it does do quite a good job of showing a lot of different angles. Yeah. Yeah. That angle, I don't think I've seen. But at the same time, like, I again, don't know how it is in Denmark... But small country towns in Australia are not known for being bastions of purity, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, well. So, to have something like this happen, again, I'm just constantly putting it in our context, but it would not play out like that because I can guarantee you could go to a small country town and find a convicted pedophile who is just walking around in society. Um, It sucks and it's really unfortunate and it uh, it's a sad world, but... <laughs> Like it's not a, it's not a new thing. Mm. Again, unfortunately, and I don't. Uh, um, a supermarket turning away someone, a, a family member of someone like that, would lose all their customers. <laughs> no, that's rude. Uh, would would instantly be sued. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, particularly when you're the only supermarket in the area as well. So yeah, what yeah. do you want the person to do to starve? Yeah, yeah like, that's holy right. shit, man. Mm. I think that what and this they... movie needed to be—it's like they, I think, because they were such a small town, they felt they could get away with it. But it's like, imagine if like we saw them getting sued. It's like, like they need that a bit of like, it's like, hey, been... hey, you actually can't do this. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Like you need there to, is like, a reason. Like, yeah, the law exists. You provide a service. You cannot. Yeah. It's like, yes. And uh, well, I guess. Like, he does say, oh, you can't just go around hitting people like that. Yes. Uh, yes. But then he doesn't go to the police afterwards. Yes. So, it's sort of like, uh, I don't know. Because, and, and again, I do, I do understand it's within his character to be stubborn and prideful and, and quiet about these things. Hmm. But if it was me, oh, I would instantly be like, to the hey, cops, yes. Yes. Yeah, I've yes. just been fucking assaulted. Hey, cops, a rock has been thrown through my window. A, a rock's been thrown through. Yeah. Hey, cops. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to say that because it's very sad. My um, dog has been killed. Yeah, damn it, Norris. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And uh, left on my doorstep. In a bag. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. That is like... Because if you think that that's... Like, okay. to my mind, that's got to be some random... That can't be one of their friends because no. all of their friends have known that dog for a long time. Mm. And if you did that to him to get back at him, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, such a gigantic arsehole. Um, can Can... Did you guys notice anything about how women were treated in this movie? I just kept seeing them get dismissed, and I was actually quite 
annoyed by it. It, it felt so very weird because every scene that I can remember with a woman, mm. they're getting thrown out of a house, they're getting told to shut up, or they're getting like hushed down. It's it's it happens Except a lot. Theo Theo and his wife didn't have a good relationship. No, they did not. They they still Mads and his ex does not have a good relationship. There's almost to, that I can remember. There's almost no female perspective that isn't like a a, a wife or a mother. Yeah, that's oh connected. the kindergarten teacher. Yeah, but she's not given a lot of like. Yeah, you no. Get, there's not a lot of nuance. Yeah, yeah. You, and you get his new girlfriend's perspective, but that's yeah. quickly thrown out of the movie exactly. because he's not sure he can trust her. Yeah. Uh, and like I, I was and the just... one person that actually was trying to support him mm. was well, not the one person other than his friend, but the girlfriend was trying exactly. to support. Exactly. And but she was getting all she this had hate that at work. Of yeah, well, I think that well, is which is fair. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because mm. like, even now, even having said everything that we've said, I don't know how I would feel if someone close to me was. Accused oh, exactly. Of that. exactly. I don't know how I would handle no. it. Um, but yeah, I just kept noticing that like. Mm. Like, this is something that's so... Like, it kept doing this thing of showing different angles, but it was always the kind of just a male perspective yeah. on it. And I was like, look, if you're going to talk about something like this and you're going to make it seem so stacked against him, you need to show as many sides as possible. Mm. And and the mother's side of it is incredibly valid and incredibly complex side of it that should yeah. be shown, I think. Mm. That, that was something I was going to, and I'm like, I don't know like how much we can talk about this because we are three males on this Absolutely. podcast. Like, we... Like I, I feel I felt extra terrible for him because I could see myself in that situation. But like, if we had a, a female co-host in here, would they maybe be like, as yeah. like, well, as a potential mother, yeah. I feel a lot more. Or as a former little girl, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's only so much we can speak to because, yeah. yeah, for us, it's like we feel we more closely aligned with his character, and like that could potentially happen to us. Yeah, if there was yeah a, a female in here, we had a co-host. It's interesting. Well, I don't know if the film is actually even. <laughs> concerned with the female perspective what, yeah like the film opens with this sort of sense of male bonding they're all drinking oh, together yeah. all the buddies oh, yeah. getting around but like you know hunt I, yeah I, I think it's a it's a are. perspective that should have been shown i just oh. think the film yeah. narrows its focus hmm. to the hmm. male characters but again it's one of those things that i don't know if that was specific like deliberate or if it's they just didn't have a mind to think about i don't know yeah. i don't know which is a shame I, the opening scene and that you know all that sort of showing of the male bonding and you know male friendship and all this sort of stuff that is shown in the I think I don't know if it was a deliberate choice but I just think that that was the framework that they were going yeah, through yeah, absolutely um, um yeah and it's interesting to note that the he's the only male kindergarten teacher uh, all the other kindergarten teachers are female. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're all discussing the allegations and what to do at the kindergarten, it's a whole room full of female characters, and some of which we don't even get character names no, for. No. Um, but also, like, he's beloved. Like, all the kids like him. Mm. Uh, all the parents seem to like him. Mm. Um, there's no suspicion before this. But then as soon as it happens, they can't stop being suspicious of him. Mm. Um, and we don't see the wives of any of the other friends or... I guess yeah, the film would be four hours long, but like you know, yeah, <laughs> but but maybe like change one of those other friends out for just just like I don't know. I, yeah, no, I get it. If yeah. you if it it does such a good job of showing all these other sides of it, but it doesn't. I I don't think like you could dive more into the mum mm. who you know she has these scenes with her daughter, but you don't have more than her just like yelling at her husband. Yes, there's a lot it's of yelling at the husband. Um, <laughs> and I would have liked more of the girlfriend too. 
Yeah, yeah, gosh. Like, so she's getting pushed back at work know, for even going on a date with this shit. man. And, and yeah, I would have liked to see more with her like, character and her perspective because she's not a teacher, but she's still in this environment. Yeah. Absolutely. And she was like, like at the, she was, before we get introduced to the Godfather, she was one of the few people that at least, like, mm. everyone was immediately like against him, but she was like, no, I'm going to, I don't think it, like, she gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And like, I feel like, Surely there were more people like that, but yeah. then like there was one, and but we quickly got rid of her and, and replaced and with another. Like is, mm, that was all there was. What I mean by like that small country town thing, this would have happened before, and it's 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 not. Oh, I say this would have. It's probably probably hasn't happened in some places, but it seems ridiculous to me that there's not someone who's gone. Ah, uh, look, I've seen this happen, or, or like not even just like the sexual assault. Maybe it's like I've seen someone being accused of murder and they weren't guilty. And everyone hated them. So I'm just going to step back. I'm just going to stay out of it because you got. You, it's easy to be angry, but you don't yeah. know. Yeah, I But guess also, just, like, it, would they get to the point where it, his case does get dismissed? It doesn't stop it. Exactly. No. Everyone feels exactly. like that, that potentially that decision was wrong and that he did do it. Yeah. It's like even that proof or that, that amount of, like, that wasn't enough to stop it. Like, like, well, what's interesting oh. is that the case was dismissed. He wasn't acquitted. Mm. You see, there's this sort of fine distinction here. Mm-hmm. So basically the judge was throwing it out because, because the evidence wasn't enough. wasn't enough. It wasn't that he didn't do it. Yeah. It's just that there wasn't... See, this is the you know yeah. nuance of the thing. Um, and that talk about how it spiralled out of control. Well, not spiralled, but now all these kids are coming... All these other kids are coming up with allegations and they're all coming with the same story. Yeah. And there would have been some inadvertent coaching... From the parents. Well, yeah, yeah. That, 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 of course. Was, that was one of my favourite parts of the movie when mm. they're talking in the, the kitchen at the Godfather's house mm. about how kids tell the truth a lot, but they are very imaginative and they, uh, like, they don't have full control of their minds. Mm. And what they think is actually happening is probably, it might not be true. And then the parents could feed into that and then they will assume of course. that what they're feeding into their kids is the truth when they feed it back at them. Yeah. And it's really, and, and, and you said, Morgan, I don't know how I would feel as a parent mm. having to think to myself, well, maybe my kid's lying. Because that's a really hard stance to take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it would only be natural that you would ask these questions and you're going to assume the, the worst, worst. Absolutely. And that it's happened to your child. Yep. And inadvertently or advertently, I think it would be more the former, not the latter, that you would ask these sort of questions to elicit the answer that you fear the most absolutely. yeah absolutely. So, see i think yeah it so like what gets him off in the end is like the kids described a basement and he doesn't have and a basement, basement and he doesn't have either of those and, and it was and it's like well clearly if this was done correctly they would also then also have to describe their perpetrator without knowing who it was and then they we would have maybe they would describe different people because they all yeah, but they all knew to who to describe because yeah. they knew who who they were accusing whereas oh, like yeah. you need to approach it and be like so something's happened we need to figure out how many people it's affected we don't tell them who because then we get an honest opinion of like, mm-hmm, and, it, and mm-hmm. it, then it wouldn't it all line up. the whole. Yeah. Yeah. And what, I, can we just talk a moment about that little investigator that the head of the kindergarten brought in to question Clara in the first instance? So Clara doesn't want to be questioned. I just, right. She just wants to go out and play. Yeah. Every single question is either a yes or no answer. And she just wants to say yes, hoping that she'll get out and play. So uh, she'll again, just say yes to every question. Handing of kids. Oh. It's great. It was really yeah. good because, like, mm. yeah, that's that's I could totally believe all the kids in these movies. Yeah. movie. So I'll just say yes to everything that you say, so I get out there and play because that's what I want to do. That's sort of through. That was also the moment where I'm like, 
at this moment, I was, this was the moment that apparently convinced the. the but I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is not convincing. <laughs> they, like, I was sitting there, and, then, and it's like, and they were like, they were, they, were, they had to coax it out of her, oh, but like yes. not in a way that she it was repressed. I just it like was the literally like this joke. Well, it's like when, <laughs> like, well, when you're like, it's not convincing. When I lied about sex. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, it was like, that was the moment where they both believed her. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it felt very like she was, she was kind of like, I didn't really, I kind of made it up. And then they're like, are you sure? Like, this is the moment where you believe. Like, yeah. It's so when they ask moment. for any details for her to give any details, she goes, I don't know. I don't remember. They ask a question with the details. And because she wants to go out and play, she goes, yes. Mm. Right, mm. Every single time. Um, <laughs> what's interesting is that Clara tries to take it back. Three times in this yes. film, so two different people. Yeah, with the yeah. investigator, with her mum, and then finally with her dad and at the end there. And it took that, the last one there. That's probably my favourite scene. That's was hitting me really hard when he's just like breaking down because he he knows has, how he has yeah. seen his friend and he has realised in himself a that he didn't do it and b just the horrible things that have been yeah. done to done him. to him. Yeah, his best friend mm. because of this uh, like. Just it's mistake. also like oh, the the second brutal. time when she does it to the mum and the mum's like, no, you're just making yeah, it repressed. That it. Like, hurt can, me. That oh. hurt me. But it's also like, if this didn't get resolved and we skip to her like getting older, what happens? To, does she believe it? Does she not? Yeah. And even if she knows she still lied, she doesn't tell anyone because she she feels so she understands guilt at that point mm. and she understands that she ruined a life. So well, it's yeah. like, like imagine Human if they let this go on fickle, further. Like, yeah, because well, she yeah we yeah. would like she would have maybe even thought that it happened in the replace or she knows she lied but she can't because she understands guilt. She's, right. It would I, I could completely see a scenario where because of all these people telling her that it happened, she would think it happened for well, a very long time because your mind works like that. Your mind doesn't and is not solid. And they do touch upon that when she visits him in his house, when Clara goes to visit Matthew Mickelson's character in his mm. house. And she, he goes, what exactly are they all saying? And she goes, I don't know. I, I don't know what's, you know. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember, yeah. you know, sort of thing. Because she's bombarded Absolutely. with all this stuff it's too. Fair. Um, I felt so bad for her, honestly, yeah. for a lot of it. It's just, it was so rough. Because mm. um, damn, yeah. Damn, damn. Just mm. brutal. But I was going to say, like, we talk about like how the kids get into this state where like they start saying the same thing. They start whispering to each other or like their parents are whispering to them or whatever. And they're, they're implanting these memories <laughs> again, like because all of this has, uh, and God, don't keep fucking parroting this. I don't know what happens in Denmark, <laughs> but here, all that shit has happened before. So there are very specific procedures about course, how you yes. need to question kids. Yes. And like, I don't know, like shit like that just annoyed me. Cause it was like, this is so very clearly a case of an entire community ostracized, like turning, you know, crucifying a guy. And if this went anywhere near a court, they would be like, can't do it. Mm-hmm. No, no, there is no fair trial. There is no clear evidence here. Well, it made you value the procedures that we've got. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Try and find an unbiased jury in that community. Like, yeah, no, you, yeah. Ain't, you ain't going to get that. No, Ridiculous. No, no. Ridiculous. And... Yeah, no. It, and what's interesting is that the judge seemed to throw it out purely on that basement comment. Which, I take. I, I this could, is true, yeah. but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting that it took something like a factual impossibility in order to throw it out. Yeah, yeah. That was what was, that really struck me because it was sort of like it took there like, to be not a basement in his house and for them no, to go, actually, sorry, there you go, bye-bye. And there seems to be no, like, gathering of evidence. There seems to be no, like... Specific, well, maybe I think that because I work in that industry. Mm. So I I see the procedure 
And obviously, maybe that just does not make a good movie. <laughs> Probably not. No. But <laughs> I, have, I fucking adore those British drama, like police yeah. dramas that are incredibly procedural and procedural to like the T. Mm-hmm. And it makes it so much better for me because it's like real and there's still emotion in it. Yeah, right? it's great. All we well, know yeah. is that he's been going into the police and getting interviewed. And that on the day of his arrest, the police sweeped his house and yeah. potentially maybe looked for blood or like basement or, or basement and couch. Like that's yeah, all we know. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably, yeah. they did that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But you, oh man, <laughs> it's so know. interesting how absent the police are in all of well, this. Yeah, we don't see him interviewed. We only see them arrest him. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's oh it. Like God. you know, that would be like the second thing done. You would have an interview with Clara, and then you would have an interview with him, mm-hmm. and then maybe you'd go to the kindergarten. Like uh, principal, and you'd say, "Have any other allegations been brought forward?" No. Okay. Do not talk about this to anyone else. Yeah. Because you are, you will contaminate our case. Yeah. yeah. Whew. Oh. Well, uh, yeah, I think we've talked about this movie for a, a, a while. Any last comments before we move on for today? I think we've. <laughs> I think we've yeah. covered the gamut. If, if you still want to watch it, <laughs> it's an interesting that, movie to talk yeah. about. It, really it is. is. It, it yeah, is. you can talk about it a lot, so as we have. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, unless there's last minute comments, let's uh, no, I think let's lighten the mood a bit. Maybe talk uh, about what we've been watching oh, in our day to day lives. Stretch everybody. Uh, no. Oh, I had to watch so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> I watched like uh, I watched um, Over the Garden Wall because that that show. Your favorite. Oh, you yeah, love that, Morgan, don't you? Morgan introduced that to me, and I can't get over how much I adore that. It's very good. It's very very. I've excellent. seen it, but I don't I don't rave about it as much as <laughs> you do. But but just fine. just watch it in like a meditative state. It feels so nice I'm, to just I'm let that really in a meditative state. <laughs> Uh, and there was something. Yeah, I watched Silver Linings Playbook, which I felt bad about uh, because it's a Weinstein Company movie. So clearly he got residuals for it, but it's still a movie <laughs> that I still like. still fun. It sucks. It sucks so much because it's a great movie, but or I, I like it at least. Have you watched Lord of the Rings? Uh, since no. The <laughs> no, since the allegations, because Weinstein Company is involved oh, in that too. That hurts so much because that's like <laughs> that's like my favorite franchise. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, franchise. It's all good. I've uh, got the Blu-rays. I got the Blu-rays before I knew it was bad, so <laughs> it doesn't affect I me. I have a receipt. I have a receipt to prove it. Uh, no. That means he got more money from it. That's oh, right. Because mm-hmm. you bought the Blu-ray. <laughs> if you just went DVD, it cost cheaper. He would have got less money. But you had to go get the high-quality product. Did you buy extended a... as well? That's more expensive. Ah, uh, so yep. He good, did. Though. He did indeed. He did indeed. Uh, what else did you watch? Zach? It's just it's yeah. What other Weinstein company Alex. film did you watch? Something to be sad, Alex. Now I, I watched a whole bunch this week. I, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Devs. Uh, no. So we all like Alex Garland here. Yes. Um, it's his new TV show on FX. Oh. Uh, I've got it. Uh, I've bought it, but it's on Fox Tally, pretty sure. Okay, right here. It's interesting, but just not as good as his movies. It's very mm. strange, but he's got too much time, I felt, yeah. like in this show. Mm. And the main character is a woman that he has put in almost every one of his other movies. She is in uh, Ex Machina yeah. as the silent servant. Talking about Sonoya Mizuno. Yeah. Ah. And I have to say, I did not like her acting. I do not know if oh. it was because English was her second language. Oh, she was, she was struggling really, really hard with it. Mm. But every line, like everyone else in this is so good. Is Oscar Isaac there? <laughs> I wish. Oh. I would have been so fucking happy. No, there's a, like lots and lots of people you would recognize. Uh, fuck. Uh, main guy from Parks and Rec. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Ah. He plays such a fantastic role in this. In this, But she... It felt like she was struggling really hard to connect emotion to her lines. And I, I, I want to hope that that's because 
yeah, English is a second language. And obviously that's a fucking massive struggle mm. to learn a second language and then emotionally connect to a second language. But if it's not, I would not put her in anything else, unfortunately. Sucks, sucks. Um, but no, uh, interesting. Very, very, very much in line with his other work. It's okay. all very like high-minded shit and mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it finishes and you it has this like big overarching philosophical concept. And you're like, uh, but this one... Unlike his other work, I don't, I don't know. It's just something. It seemed like it just wasn't too much. Yeah, it was too, too much, much time. It was too much time. Yeah, it was too much time. Very beautiful show. Very okay. excellent okay. design. Excellent, excellent design. And like fantastic musical score. Great scenes. Good acting. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway, what too have you much been of watching? a good thing. No. Yeah. Um. What have I been watching? Uh. I've mentioned before, and we 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 did a big talk about it that we've I've put at the end of this episode. I've been watching all the Twilight movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, do. let's not go into that anymore. No, no, why not? Um, <laughs> Team Edward, um, just saying. D- dude, rewatch the movies and have a think about that. Oh, really? <laughs> team Team Edith? <laughs> yeah, Team Edith. Team Edith. Team Edith. Uh, that's right. Um, watched uh, recently. Uh, 1994 Little Rascals movie because I loved that when I was a kid. Ah, and right, I yeah, yeah. watch that. That's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, my god! If you want to watch a movie with some, yeah, I I forgot how young they were, like kids doing this, but it's funny. It just so it makes it extra funny because mm. they're just being cute and like kids. Like this is like I was thinking. I I watched a 1940s comedy movie recently as well that I used to watch when I was a kid uh, called Duck Soup. With the oh, Marx Brothers. Uh, yeah, I know yeah, Duck yeah, Soup. Yeah, yeah. Those movies. I love those movies. Mm. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, because we used to have like, I think a bunch of Marx movies on cassette, VHS. I should go back and watch them. If someone cut out all the musical interludes in those movies, they'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, also watched a new Netflix movie that has uh, Asa Butterfield from uh, oh, Safe yeah, Education yeah, yeah. and yep. um, Maisie Williams called uh, Then Came You. Uh, it's about a this baggage handler mm. who's a hypochondriac and he um his therapist sends him to a uh, a cancer meeting to uh, to hear the stories and he meets ah. Maisie Williams who has cancer and she and he kind of gets roped into doing her bucket list but she calls it a fuck it list or something mm-hmm. and it's kind of like their relationship and how it affects his life it's it's oh, very new new for, spin on the bucket list for for a Netflix movie very pretty good. Okay. I'm getting I'm pretty getting decent. a fault in our stars feeling. Yeah, it's definitely, but it's a bit more lighthearted yeah, than okay. that. Okay, and yeah, I I actually quite <laughs> liked it. The only yeah, Asa Butterfield, who is British and known for Sex Education, which is a great TV show, doing an American accent, which oh, at times falls a bit flat. Yep. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then you've got Maisie Williams, who was doing a British accent because she's moved from England. Yeah, so it's <laughs> like he, I, uh, we got two British stars and one of them just was let playing him do American. the British accent. Yeah, why wouldn't you just be like, oh, I moved from England? <laughs> yeah, well, the, yeah, like another connecting point. They're both from England, but no, it's mm. good. Um, and what else? Uh, what? Still watching Killing Eve and Narcos, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I we finished this last week, but I forgot to mention it last time we recorded. Uh, Ryan Murphy's new show on Netflix, Hollywood, seven part ah, show. Yes. Finished that. Mm-hmm. Um, Thoughts? Uh, I think it start it starts different to the way it ends. Uh, it it starts very different. It's like oh, it's a lot of like a uh, male sex and oh. a lot of this. but then like the ending, nice. you get to this <laughs> ending of like the Academy Awards in Hollywood, right? And it's like, it's almost like a different world. Like, it's too good to be true. You're like, oh, I wish this is what happened. I wish yeah. I wish mm. a black actress who took over from a white actress in a and tells the story of a white woman won. Yeah. And I wish the first uh, black homosexual writer won. 
And I know it's that like he it's literally copped a ton of shit because he like he said that he wanted to show the world as he wanted it to be for these people. And it it it's it's it feels great to watch, but the but that was the big thing as I was sitting there and I'm like like I felt it felt great watching, but Alana mm-hmm. and I both like this is so unrealistic. This would yeah. never have happened. I'm glad that I get to see it happen and it's awesome, but it's like it's almost like you know, because you know it never happened, it kind of takes away from it. You know it was never going to happen like that. The huge criticism I saw was that, like, like people understood that he wanted to, you know, paint this better picture, but by painting over it, you don't acknowledge the suffering, and the suffering is incredibly important to the yeah. story of a lot of these people. And by painting over it, you're kind of ignoring them in a lot of ways. Yes. That's yeah. got a whole other... Yeah, that's got a whole bunch of problems. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess it's, it's I an guess interesting it's sort show. Of, and then you'd sort of feel a bit deflated, I imagine, as well. So you watch this, you're like, oh, that's good. And then you think about it and you go, actually, that didn't happen. No, yeah. So I feel bad yeah. uh, that it didn't happen. Like you, in the moment like where you felt good for the characters, shit. but then like afterwards, I'm like, it's just not real. Like that's mm. not what happened and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been continuing my journey down the Clone Wars uh, TV series, watching at? my first uh, thing. Um, they've just stolen the holocron from the Jedi Temple. Oh, no spoilers, please. Is that Cad Bane? Yep. Yeah. So I'm fairly... I finished He's the first season. Cool There's character. only six to go. Uh, no, I will keep you updated. I'm re-watching no. the uh, final <laughs> season at the moment. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, this, I, I say that, but I forget that it started, there's like a big chunk in the middle of this. I'm like, I'm always like, oh, they got better with this, but there's this big story in the middle of season seven, the later season where I'm like, this doesn't need to be here. Why is this here? <laughs> Why? It's, I'll just say the Martinez sisters and you'll know when you get to okay, it. Okay, <laughs> Merchandising. Okay. Merchandising. Spaceballs, the flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's the one downfall of that show is they just don't know how to, they, they, they don't quit. Telling these side stories that don't. Yeah, there's a lot of side stories. I'd be like, can we get a bit of a move on? Like Uh, some of the clone stuff early on, you're like, ugh, but you you get to appreciate that later on, like the way they give all the clones a personality. You really start to feel that when they start dying or stuff starts happening to them. Guys, Guys, this is anime (laughs) sickness. This is all these people who are just like, we don't need 52 episodes in a season, people. Just give us us like eight. Mm -hmm. This is why Castlevania is so fucking amazing because it just strips all that shit out and it gives you the good. They only gave 10 in season seven, if that. (laughs) And they still still wasted the first four. They wasted the first four on the Bad Batch, which is actually really good. The Bad Batch are like a special unit of clones that were modified. So they got like a strength. And Mm -hmm. that's cool because you see this like... but then they go into like three or four episodes on the Martinez sisters and you're like, get fucked. And then they go into the Siege of Mandalore and you're like, here we are. This is where I want to be. Yeah, Ahsoka comes back and it's like, uh, leads up to the, the execution of Order 66 and it's mm-hmm, like beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's almost like anyone who handles Star Wars that's not George Lucas does a good job. <laughs> that's oh, not true. Disney, Disney fucked up. Um, now, the, the one person, the the saint, the... The go-to guy for Star Wars for me is um, David, Filoni. Oh. David Filoni. I was going to say Obi-Wan. He, <laughs> if there's something... I haven't watched it yet, what? but I, I read about it. There's a making of The Mandalorian. Yes. And um, there's an episode where it's... He, he they get asked a question. His, yeah. And all these amazing act Like Bryce Dallas Howard, all these people. Are in, and just listening to him talk. Mm-hmm. And the way he talks is like... He... For he someone who it. no one knows his name, he has this amazing understanding of... Uh, he talks about what some of the most important stuff in the prequels and what that means. Mm-hmm. Like, he talks about the duel of the fates. Mm-hmm. He talks about how that... Pl- he, well, you were talking he about it. Yes, I was. Yeah, I, I he has an amazing chat. grasp. And mm. it's ama- like, I imagine there's a lot of people who aren't into the deep lore and don't know his name. But he... I, yeah, he... he mm. He I'm is Star Wars for it, me. Yes. 
he is what Star Wars is the best should part be, of Star Wars yeah. and what Star Wars yeah, should be. Absolutely. He shouldn't Make have him these, the Kevin Feige. He shouldn't have these he, Kathleen Kennedys running around. Yeah. You shouldn't have... Yeah. Well, you should do it, but you shouldn't announce it. Like, if I was Disney, I'd just be like, okay, you've got control, but we're not going to talk about it until maybe the second movie is successful. That would be clever. Because you could, you could keep going, Kevin Feige's in charge, Kevin Feige's in charge. But really, he's just that consultant. And if the second movie is successful, then you go... Well, David Filoni's actually been pulling the strings, for, and then people will go fucking nuts for it. What else have you been watching, are? Alex? Uh, so, yeah, Clone Wars, there was a lot of that. Um, what else have I been watching? Continuing uh, Normal People. Oh, Alana really finished that, apparently. It's good, I don't know. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of sex. Um, there's a lot of oh, sex. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, yeah, I... The second episode in particular, there's something like... It's like a 25-minute show, and there was like 11 minutes... Of sex in that episode. That's the ratio you want. Mm. <laughs> no, so How much lot. dong? Uh, well, uh, you'll just have now to watch to d- find give out. Give me a dong to boob ratio. Uh, yeah, right? you'll just have to watch. Because if it's uh, not to three, because uh, if it's not one to one, it's not worth it. Yeah, this that's is, just true. rude. This is true. It's very rude. Is it more dongs than um, boob? Listen, you just have to watch. I think that's a yes. He's teasing you. That's good. Uh, yeah, I'm teasing you all. Uh, Ladies, we finally got a dong. Yeah, cool. um, anyway. I said uh, finally. There's plenty of dong. Well, there's some Look dong around. at the opening of the hunt too. Just I saying. saw it. Uh, you saw it. Uh, you, you saw I it. Noticed. You saw it. I noticed. I uh, noticed. Yeah. I remember going, Alex likes this movie. <laughs> I put it on and that opening scene, I was just like... And you repeat that opening scene six or seven times. I was like, uh, what are they going to think from this opening scene? I was like, okay. I can guarantee you that's not the worst opening scene we've seen in this movie. In this no, no, this is true. Podcast. Uh, so there's that. Um, I haven't had a lot of time to watch a lot of other shows. I've caught a Master Chef here or there. Zach's having an aneurysm in the corner. <laughs> I watched The Fugitive. <laughs> I was is, that, is that that movie that with the janitor from Scrubs? Is in? Yeah, I watched that episode. Fugitive of Scrubs is pretty recently. good. It's on Netflix. Give it a crack if you just want to like watch an action movie. I am. Um, it's got also- a great couple lines. <laughs> it's got a great couple lines. I don't kill my wife. I don't care. It's good. It's good. Watch it. Well, that's actually in the film The Fugitive. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Scrubs episode, no. and they said oh, a lot of lines. No, no I just said oh, I watched sorry, the Scrubs I, I episode. Got, where... I got lost. I'm I got lost. Uh, telling you, I, I also got a little lost uh, looking at the June uh, images that have been released of uh, Dennis Villeneuve's oh, I'm June. I'm very excited for doing. I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm yeah. a person who unapologetically likes. Have you guys uh, seen the, the original movie? Yes. Yeah. Should I, I watch it? I love that movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. No, Should it's I got the sting. Book? Yes, the book okay. is fantastic. Uh, yes. The book is fantastic because half of it is the story and half of it is a <laughs> is a biological survey of the world of Dune. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it is still it's one a- of the best sci-fi books of all time. <laughs> I'd also recommend um, the documentary, Jodorowsky's Dune, mm, about the Dune film that was never made. Because he, he kept... Like he wanted like two billion dollars to make it, and he wanted every single person on the planet. It's a very interesting documentary. It's very <laughs> good. There have been so many makes of Dune. It's mm. so interesting, but and I we'll see. I love yeah. that original Dune. Who directed David it? Lynch? David Lynch. Yeah, I love David Lynch's Dune. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Carl McLaughlin. Carl McLaughlin. It's so uh, good. Yes. The oh, spice. I don't. I don't think Morgan. I don't, I don't think it's so. Good. Maybe you should watch I it so that we can go. The spice. <laughs> Spice. So uh, we've been going for almost the length of a decent rom-com film. So uh, <laughs> any last things before we finish this week? Yeah, Alex. No. Thank you. I for love it. you. I've oh. always loved. Thank you. you, but also I hate you for making me watch this movie. Yep. Get away from me. Zach. Uh, uh, that means next week. Get off my part of the chair. <laughs> this bench is getting crowded. Uh, uh, yeah. Stay tuned next week. Who's picked next uh, time? Next time it's mine. a guest. Oh, it's a guest. It's a guest. Oh, there is a guest episode, and then we'll me. be back to Zachary. Okay. Okay, God, so I've got I some see. time. Mm-hmm. Right. Think okay. about it. Think about it. I mean, we've got. I mean, 
for us, canonically, next week you will be making us watch a movie. But within like the listenership, we've got a guest episode that will slot in between. Maybe next week we'll do the Star Wars. Because we have two that haven't released yet. Maybe next week we'll do the Star Wars. Well, let's oh. see. Let's do a little tease there. Mm-hmm. Well, then, uh, until next week, may the Force be with you. And with you. Shut up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are We're you, recording. Are you taking your time? What, what's going on? No, you got just, something I'm, more important okay, to do? Okay, this is just a list of all the things that I've actually watched. This year? This last week. Oh, this last week. I have watched quite a lot. This is my year so far. Dude, nice. But May was pretty... It's been pretty shit. And March. March was pretty shit, but that was when my birthday and all that shit was on. No commitment? Fuck you. But this list... Like, you look at it, it's like, that's impressive. And then you look at some of the details on here... Like, May has a lot of uh, the Twilight trilogy on there, which isn't great. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what is this thing about a gender-bent Twilight? Oh, we found out about that last night as what well. What the shit? I was watching... One of this YouTuber I watched, she's like... She she does... She, she's uh, like half and half on whether or not she loves Twilight, but like ironically... Anyway, she's talking about it. She's like, it's just fucking strange. So, yeah, we were watching... We found about this because we had people over to watch Eclipse last night because mm. fucking why not? Oh, why the hell not? <laughs> I was uh, editing a video for most of it, but still... Uh, <laughs> And uh, we found it's called, I forget what it's called, but it's like instead of, it's like the same cover, but instead of the red apple, it's the green apple. Mm. And instead of Edward, it's Edith. And instead of Bella, it's Bo. So it's Edith and Bo. And it's like, a, it's basically every, every, gender. every gender is swapped except for her parents. They're now, the same. Okay. This is, this is the thing. And it's, and it's not even fan fiction. It's by Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. 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 yeah this is the thing on. I took away from it. And I, I could be wrong. She could have done it for a number of reasons, but the thing I heard when someone was talking about why she did it, it was like, she got a lot of criticism because Bella is just a very vapid. Uh, you know, damsel in distress, and she's like, "No, no, no, no. These are just. This is just how it plays out. This is just the characters. I'll prove it to you. I will reverse the genders, and we will prove and make a that lot it would of work money. out the same way. <laughs> if if the man, and then and then I was listening to this woman go, yeah." I've read it and she's changed all this. I'm like, well, then she hasn't reversed the genders because she's changed shit already. Mm. That was what I was writing because we're talking about it. I'm like, did she just go control find and then he, yeah. he switched <laughs> it? Like, <laughs> and then control been... find Edward to Edith. Yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't even, if it was shorthand, just like Ed. But why not just like, like, leave it? It I, doesn't matter. But why not be spicy and leave Jacob as Jacob? Uh, because she announced the new stuff there's a lot of like the memes going around. Like, like mm. it's so badly written. There's like a TikTok going around where someone just pointing out like he chuckled. He chuckled darkly. He chuckled grimly. <laughs> that's like what happened all, last all, time. All she did was write chuckled a lot. She's a terrible writer. I She's remember really in year nine, us grabbing those books and looking at random pages and reading them and going, this is mm. so bad. Mm. It's not good. And then you watch the movies and it's like, it's I was thinking perfect. last night, I'm like, because there's five, mo- I found out last night there's five movies. Mm-hmm. I was we're like, I'm like, God damn it. Like that was good. At least we're almost done. And they're like, what? And they're like, I'm like, what? Isn't there like four movies? They're like, there's five and I was like, fuck me. I think I'm going to take it upon myself. I'm going to try and edit them down. Because there's five. I think two movies is... Because we watched number one and nothing happens. There's a and lot I'm like, of filler in I'm going to I'm gonna try and edit down into two decent movies. Morgan, Morgan. This is the challenge, yeah? <laughs> edit it down, but remove anything that explains what's happening. <laughs> and see if you still also, know what's going also, on. Also, we watched the third movie last night. It was the mm. third one. So we got mm. four and five to go. Is that where and it goes was- to Italy? No, that was in the second one. Oh. Third one is when the uh, when Victoria is replaced with Bryce Dallas Howard and is uh, building an army. Yes, but yes, yes. third movie is when they decide to delve into all the Cullens' backstories. And I was I'm like, this is the most interesting thing. Yes. I want to know about Carlisle. I want to know about this Confederate soldier who was in a young uh, and you fr- I'm like, I'm like, this is the stuff I want to know. And mm-hmm. it wasn't till the third movie they gave us these quick flashbacks about these characters and then moved on. And I was like. 
this is the best part. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to see a movie like, about Carlisle and mm-hmm. what happened with Carlisle. It's like the opening to X Men Origins Wolverine, that opening montage of him fighting in all the various wars. Just give me I'm a like, second. Morgan, are you recording all of this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This <laughs> we, needs to we've go been in recording. At the end. <laughs> three, <laughs> like a, an additional three bonus. minutes of Twilight. <laughs> okay. Talk. Sorry, you go on. X Men Origins Wolverine. Terrible film. Oh yeah. <laughs> Epic opening montage. I, I want to see that. I want to see him and Sabretooth just see like him fighting in the mm-hmm. Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, there's something I found out about Twilight that I never knew, mm. and I f- I'm so shocked that I never knew about it. But then again, I don't give a shit. So far, enough. do you know? Do you know one of the like the ending plot points for those movies? You know what it is? Yeah, I've seen so them. Jacob and Edward, that whole fight. Don't tell Morgan he hasn't seen them. <laughs> Morgan, oh, I know. I know what happened. <laughs> yeah. So you know why Jacob is in love with Bella? Because yeah. he's in love with her daughter. Yeah. But he hasn't imprinted on her yet. It's no, all about he imprinting. hasn't imprinted. <laughs> and and my mind exploded when I heard See, that. We, talk, we talked about this last night. And she's like, they were like, she's like eighteen at three years old. Because <laughs> they were talking about it, and we're talking about it, and it's not like creepy at all. He imprints on her at first, and then it's like, don't age. They and then age it's like, real quick. Oh, and then like, oh, it's just a. And then we're trying to figure out because there's not really specified about how werewolves age. We're trying to figure that shit out mm-hmm, as well, because mm-hmm. like she, so the daughter's half vampire and he's werewolf. So when it one point is appropriate and they're like until then it's kind of like a weird uncle relationship but then I'm like and I'm like no she weird just thought she, she needed to give Jacob someone so they imprinted at birth but she f- neglected to mention the weird phase between birth and when it's appropriate what's going <laughs> to yes. happen in there yeah. can has we just heard, jump forward five years no. <laughs> that's what it's it fucking grooming. is it's grooming yes uh, also like I'd also, love I'd love for someone to go back and replace Edward with Hugh Hefner <laughs> as a 90 year old because that's what the move that's what he is <laughs> he's not a teenager ah <laughs> uh, come on he looks like one Okay. <laughs> you need a shit ton of Botox uh, here. Uh, no. So does... Oh, man. It's so funny to watch mo- uh, shows uh, now with, like, 27-year-olds playing teenagers. Oh, I know. Yes. Because I didn't... I couldn't see it when I was a teenager. But now it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, you're really doing that. I see. <laughs> um, like, Fire Walk With Me. But mm. I suppose I can forgive that because it's Fire Walk With Me. It's right? David Lynch. Exactly. Um, David Lynch. <laughs> Good on you. You just don't understand it. Some of the... You're not at I his it. level. No, I get no, you're not I at get his it. level. I, I, it's like he's above be, everyone. Like, everything he was doing was a rip on that shit. So fine. No problem. <laughs> but some of the later seasons of Glee are like that. And it's... Yeah, well, I stopped well, at about season three. The I initial think. seasons of Glee, are, they're not teenagers at all. Like. No, no, but it's more obvious later on because they keep the same characters all around. Uh, yes. They, like... I think they're a lot is at the point. School, uh, I was watching. You know. I was watching with her yesterday. She's at the point where like they've got the new people in, and some of the they had at one point decide who was senior and who was junior. So all the seniors went off, and all the and it's like why? It's like weird distinctions. Like some people who were like looked young were seniors and aren't there anymore, and then some people looked old. But then some of the seniors are still coming back like regularly. Why? Like they're off in New York or like, but they keep coming back, mm. and it's like why do they keep doing this? <sighs> but at least they're like smart enough to call it out. Like yeah. so that's why they have a character like Sue who keeps calling it out uh, and stuff. Yes, yes. which is. They I love the Glee Club so much that they're going to come uh, back. I wonder at what point people will... Like, th- those call-outs, those, those meta call-outs that they have, I wonder at what people, people, point where people will get sick of it and be like, yeah, it doesn't make it better that you've called it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a problem. We will... <laughs> Ryan we will Reynolds discuss, on line one. <laughs> <laughs> oh we will discuss more Ryan Murphy later. Or, if you're listening to this in the podcast, we have previously discussed it. Oh, yes, we have. That was a good discussion, wasn't because, it? Because uh, I watched all of Hollywood. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>